Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Young Black and Independent Show, where we talk about a variety of topics to help young black folks like yourselves live spiritually fulfilled, value-added, financially independent and less materialistic lives it's your host seal and today we have a guest in the studio my little sis Ia is here and she's going to talk all things entrepreneurship welcome sit tight and let's dive straight into it hi Ia. hi Sylvie. how are you i'm doing great thank can you please tell our guests who you are please Oh, fantastic. So, uh, it's my understanding that you, you went into entrepreneurship quite early, isn't it? How old were you? It is. Back then, I was 26 years old. Wow. And I decided to venture into the food industry. Nice. Okay, that sounds very exciting. So, uh, what prompted you to start this business? Yeah, well, it's always all so exciting for us all, isn't it? I remember when I started my first, you know, when I decided to create my first company, I was 22. I created a private limited company. When I walked into the lawyer's office, I was so nervous. But but then, once you put your foot in the door, you just want to keep doing it, isn't it? It is. It's really exciting and it was a whole huge great experience. I learned a lot from it. So what procedures did you go through and what are some of the challenges you faced in setting it up? Actually, the restaurant business was an idea that was brought up by my friend. Okay. He brought up the plan and I saw the project. It was a great one to me. And initially, we just had like this trust agreement between us. One person was going to be active and another person was going to be passive. Okay. So he was the passive person and I was the active person. I honestly didn't do a lot of research because I was like, I left everything into his hands. So oh. he took up all the documentations and everything. And from the best of my knowledge, I know like every small business being implanted in Cameroon, you could go like one year without paying taxes before actually paying taxes. When you actually, like, so the first challenge, so the first challenge you faced was uh, taxes with the tax officials. Exactly. Oh, wow. So we knew, like, getting into that business, we're not supposed to pay taxes for it here. But then we started having, like, these control people who kept asking us for our tax documentations and stuff. So what, what, and yeah, so what can others learn from this, you know? You were, I'm like, get into the law. Know your law to the tip of your fingers. Let nobody intimidate you. I know, right? You know the law. There's <laughs> nobody is going to intimidate you. And I learned from that. Okay. And then from that, like, next, like, my next business, I'm going to learn the law. Oh, great. Like, don't try, but yeah. So is, the, so, so is the business still operational? No, it's not operational. Why? Because I didn't have a good management base mm. structure. Okay. So my next, 
my next in my next like my next business i feel like i have to like implement something a control base like everything has to be computerized so but you you do realize that according to recent research about 90 percent of startups do fail you know uh it's 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 a it's a shocking statistics um but hopefully you know we can we can learn from from what has happened in the past and try to to change things and and increase the success rate of of startups that's right because i was talking with some friends and we had this broad conversation yeah i was just gonna ask you (laughs) yeah I was just going to ask you that uh, being based in the U.S. right now, are you even thinking of investing uh, back home in Cameroon? Oh, definitely, yes. Okay. Cameroon is a virgin country and has a lot of opportunities uh, and would you, when it comes to growth. Oh, and would you invest right now? Right now? Like right now, no. Why? I still have that trust issues and I still feel like before I want to like invest into anything, I want to like have be sure like there's a tracking, there's like an appropriate tracking that has been done in Cameroon. Like so you're talking, the my business. So you're talking checks I and balances. Computerized because okay. right now the world is like a computerized system. Okay. You don't need to be in Cameroon for things to work. People still like people are still out of the country and they still have good businesses, like they still have good turnovers. But that was the error I did. I didn't have a good management system. Oh, oh, okay. So, well, it, what I've heard quite a few stories around, it's not just Cameroon. Uh, there are a lot of people in the diaspora who are very skeptical about investing back home because they always uh, seem to feel uh, like one uh, family member or one friend is not to be trusted. Uh, the management is definitely going to be um, uh, to be poor and they will lose their investment. Uh, it's it's very sad that people back home do not understand that people in the diaspora re- will really like to have businesses back home. You know, sending money back home is like pumping money into the economy, in, into the economy, and then employing people. Even if you, you decided to build a house, that's a project. By 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 uh, starting a project like that, you you employ a lot of people. You employ. Um, carpenters, builders, you buy material uh, back home and it just, you know, boosts the, the economy, isn't it? And if you want to go into into business and you don't have people that you trust, what then happens is that you keep your money with you in the US and I keep my money with me in the UK and we do not send the money back home. There's no foreign direct investment. The youth are, you know, going around scratching their their heads um complaining about unemployment and all these things but it's very important for people back home to understand that it's they have a they have a hand in this they have a role that they're playing in this distrust and this uh a fear from from uh, losing your money that people in the diaspora have isn't it yeah i also have the one of the main reasons why people do this is because they're also short-sighted yeah. I feel like people live in the present moment. You don't care about the future. Especially you, like you bring the money. You're the investor, right? You yeah. know how much you sweat to like get the money in. People will not care. Like those who are employing, I feel like they don't really care about sustainability. But it's very sad. How long it's going to last? That's what's sad about it. It's very sad because. because Exactly. Yeah. yeah, if you're managing a business and that business tends to grow, your salary is going to grow as well. And if the yeah. business becomes an empire, who knows? You might be a branch manager. Exactly. You might be, you know, you might be able to open a franchise. You might be able exactly. to learn enough to to get you enough money to, to. It's that's so sad. That's the thing about us Africans. 
So how can we how can we overcome this, uh, Ia? How how do you think that as Africans we can overcome this? Because we need to start thinking out of the box. We need to we need to get that purge that culture out of our system where we feel like we'll grab 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 and and let it collapse and then we feel that we have we've won. No, we are the biggest losers because Africa is stagnant. We're not going anywhere, isn't it? We're on the same spot. So how do you think we can overcome these constraints? You know, the trust issue and the, you know, the fact that the law is not quite clear and accessible. I just feel like it's all about coaching people more. Okay. Like, I don't know, like, if you're hiring expertise, like, if you're hiring experts in the field or in your company, maybe you should start by educating them. Okay, so... You so them towards the goal of... The education company. and orientation. Okay. And what, and what they are what they tend to like get from me at the end of the day okay so get, get like them to buy in hiring. yes they should like know the, the, the projection of the company okay. they should know like what the vision and the mission the exactly right so one of with me stick with me to the end and this is what you become at the end of the day oh i, I think one i think with me? yeah yeah it sounds yeah. really good i think another thing that we can try and do is to make people's partners you know, give them that exactly. sense, yeah, that sense of belonging in, in the business. Yes. Make them buy into, yes. like, like you said, the vision, yeah. uh, where you want to, where you see the business, and and just get them to work with you on the mission, isn't it? Exactly. Wow, wow, that's nice. And what about the trust issue? Do you think that by by you know making people buy in, your employees buy in, is going to uh, take care of the trust issue? No, not completely. That's just like fifty percent of the problem solved. <laughs> well, at least something has been done. Yeah. <laughs> the next fifty percent is like make everything computerized. Oh, Sorry okay. Put your checks and balances in place. Yes. Cameras, you know, or cameras, systems that you can access from the diaspora if you need you know, to. Like being here in the US and working with IT guys, like software developers, okay. everything is on track. They can always download this application where like you track all your sales, your inventories, and everything. Okay. That's one thing I learned from here. And that's one good thing like every company needs to have. Wow. Like for those who are starting up, like build that software where you know like even if you're in the US, you're not based in Cameroon. You can always have that tracking. Everything is been like like all your inventories are in place, okay. all your files are in place. And okay. you can always track it from a distance. Oh, nice. Okay. Thank you so much, Ia. So, you know, we're coming to the end of the show. And if there was one thing that you wanted the audience to go away with, I mean, if you wanted to say one thing to all the young, aspiring, hardworking Africans out there in the diaspora who have tried their hands on businesses back home in Africa and have been let let down by uh, the, the tax system or or by uh, by 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 uh, uh, mistrust and mismanagement. What would you say to them? What's that one thing that you would say to them? Based on my experience, I would say learn the law, okay. know everything about the law, especially when it comes to businesses, so that all of these fake administrative bottlenecks, yeah, who are always like coming to you, like I don't know, because I felt I felt like I don't know, maybe because I started my business at an early age, so I felt like maybe they were like, how can I? Praying, praying on your ignorance. Praying on my ignorance, and they're trying to like minimize me, suppress, like suppress I me, see. suppress me. Maybe because of my age or something. Yeah. But I was like, I'm like, right now, I need to know the law. 
get into the system, know everything about it. Nobody should like step on your toe because you know it. Wow. And also make everything computerized. Okay. Computerize all your data. Checks and balances. All your inventory should always be computerized. And mm-hmm. another thing, educate your employees. Right. They should know your vision. Always set up one calendar day, maybe in a month. You guys like go through an education system, like talk about your division of the company, where you want it to be. And I feel like you, it's actually a good start. I feel like your company is going to be a sustainable one. If you know, like those three tricks. Wow. Thank you so much, Ia. It was amazing having you with us. And we look forward to bringing you back for some more Juicy G's. Bye. <laughs> okay, guys. I hope you enjoyed that that show. I, I hope you took away some valuable information. Ia said that you should put your checks and balances in place. And she also recommended that you know the law and you should also let your employees buy into your vision you know make them family i hope you enjoyed it if you need more information about how to create a company back in cameroon especially go to www.youngandindependent.com and if you need any more information about what we're doing please follow us on social media instagram young and independent 35 facebook young and independent community youtube young and independent and you can also follow us on twitter young and independent thank you so much for stopping by and do have a beautiful evening bye with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details